Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. I love the move of the Spirit of God. I love the freedom that's found in the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm so grateful. I found myself weeping throughout the day today. I had dreams last night, God speaking to me. I had dreams when I took my glorious Sunday afternoon nap. Oh, it was so amazing. As I lied down and the Lord speaking to me and all my family resting for a piece this afternoon. It's one of my favorite things is to just take rest after you have a move of God. And we did. We had a move of the Spirit of God. People got touched today. People got encouraged today. And if you didn't catch that message, well, it's available for you. And if you have the choice to choose the 9 or the 11 or the 1, go watch the 9. Just think it's a little clearer, a little fresher, although it doesn't have that one section about Donald Trump's Bible, which is profound. And I would encourage all of you to go listen to that. And it's found on YouTube. You can follow the links. You can find it on our our Facebook page, so on and so forth. I love the power of the Holy Spirit. I love the freedom that He brings. I love the joy that He's brought in my life. Like I said, when we came out, I, my wife and I were inside the sanctuary dancing before the Lord, worshiping Him with all of our hearts as we were singing, there's nothing, there's nothing better than you, though there's nothing. There's nothing better than Him. And some of you know full, full well, you've tried just about everything else. For you and I have a hole inside our lives and it can only be filled and satisfied by Jesus and can only be filled and satisfied by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to talk to you tonight in your hearing about being wise, about having your lamps filled and your wicks trimmed because the day is closer and closer for his eminent return. When I think about the story of King Saul in the Old Testament, it says in 1 Samuel 16, 14, now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit tormented him. The spirit of the Lord departed from him. He said, well, that's the Old Testament, Pastor. That's right. That's why I want you to turn to 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Because the Spirit can depart from you. You can lose the unction of the Spirit. You can lose the anointing. You can lose out with God. You can abort God's plan. And that's what that parable is about. That parable is about these ten virgins. Five are wise and five are dumb as a box of rocks. They're foolish. They forgot. Hymenaeus in the New Testament, 1 Timothy 1 and 20. Among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I've handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. Wow. Turn to 2 Timothy, if you would. So there's these two, Hymenaeus and Alexander. I mean, he uses them by name. So you shouldn't talk bad about people. No, you should actually expose false prophets. 
You should expose that which is, is gangrenous to the body of Christ. 2 Timothy 2, and you can do it in love. How many of you know it's a very loving thing to turn somebody over to Satan? <laughs> uh, wow. You know, it's not in anger that Paul would do that. He did it in tears. And the idea is that he would repent and come back to the Lord. That's the idea. 2 Timothy 2 and 17, their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus, Philestus, verse 18, who have wandered away from the truth. They say that the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some. Paul mentions that they're deceived and they're deceiving others. I never want to find myself in that category. Do you? And I've, I know this from serving the Lord for the period of time that I have. All of us are susceptible to having our lamps run out of oil. All of us are able to fall away. All of us. You say, not me. Well, you already have. You're full of pride. All of us. All of us can. And that's, you know, that's a pretty sobering thing. Five wise, five foolish. Paul says in Ephesians 30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God of whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. You can do things that cause your lamp to empty of its oil. The lamp, of course, is a picture of your life. It can be a picture of ministry too. You can do things to, to shut down the anointing in your life. You can do things to drain the oil out of your life, out of your marriage, out of your relationship. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. God wants you, wants me, wants us to be like the five that are wise with our, our wicks trimmed and, uh, and our oil full. He wants us to be watchful. He wants us to be waiting. He wants us to be looking with, with anticipation for his soon return. And there's certain things that you and I can do. Certain things that you and I need to do to stay filled with the Holy Spirit, to stay anointed to walk in step with the Spirit. And if you don't do these things, then you're going to end up very possibly outside a locked door where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, locked outside the wedding supper of the Lamb. Steps to staying filled with the Holy Spirit. Five steps of staying filled. La Kala Mahaya Shandanda. <laughs> With the Holy Ghost. Five steps. I'm reading, uh, actually, I'm, I'm listening to a, a book. I'm an auditory learner, so I'm, I'm listening to a book, and I learn quicker if, I, if I'll just listen. And, and, and if I listen and read, it's, it goes in even that much deeper. And the book is 50 people every Christian should learn, every, every Christian should know. And I'll just tell you, it's a book that everyone should read. And there was a, a man by the name of Christmas, Pastor Christmas, uh, actually in the Hebrides once again. And 
It was said of him that he would preach with unction, and they called it, they called it the hoil. They they he preached and he preached with it was in the 17, 1790. They would preach and pray that preachers would preach a catch to catch the hoil. What is that? Hoil is a sailing term. And it's a picture of the wind filling a sail. Do you know that you need to catch the hoil every day? You need to be filled with the Spirit every day. You need a word from God every day. I've had some of a younger generation make fun of me because a common thing for me to do if I'll run into you is ask you, what's the word of the Lord? And think, well, what a hyper-spiritual thing. That's not hyper-spiritual. That's actually... That's revelation. Everyone here should have a word from the Lord every day. What's God saying to you? I don't know. Well, you ain't talking to him then. He's trying to talk to you five things to stay filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, the first one is be careful how you live. Be careful how you live. We have a tendency to put an emphasis on external things. Years ago, I was given a Louis Vuitton wallet. I had it for... 15 years, I think. It fell apart on me. But man, I like that Louis Vuitton wallet. And I remember when I would go to stores, or I'd, you know, I'd go to the mall, and I'd certain places I'd put my wallet down, and they'd go, oh, nice wallet. And they would instantly make a decision about me that if I had a Louis Vuitton wallet, obviously I have a Mercedes, and I live in some gated community, and, and yeah, that's right. Many people make make decisions upon the way they view people, and that there's an outward emphasis. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And the way in which you live is, should not be judged by your externals. Although your external, your external circumstances are many times a reflection of your inward reality, but you have to be careful about how you live. Live in light of what God says. When you read Ephesians 4, it tells you how you should live. Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, listen to this. He gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, evangelists, some pastors, teachers, to prepare God's people for the works of service. To what? Prepare God's people for the works of service so that the body of Christ might be built up until we all reach unity in the faith in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. You want to stay filled with the Spirit, number one, you got to watch how you live. You've got to mature. Come on, look at the car next to you and say, grow up. <laughs> we all need to grow up. Every one of us need to mature. We all need to become more like Christ. Every one of us need to grow. How do you stay filled with the Spirit? How do you be like the five wise? Grow up. Mature. Don't live like you used to live. Push yourself away from the things of time and tradition. Push yourself away from the things of licentiousness and debauchery. Maturity comes by doing ministry. Did you know that? I mean, there's a number of ways in which it comes, but in this context, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, to prepare God's people for the works of service so that the body of Christ will be built up until we reach unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining the whole measure and fullness of Christ. 
Maturity comes as you learn, as you grow in the Word, as you become sanctified, and as you serve. You've got to learn to serve. Talking about how to stay filled with the Spirit, watch how you live. Commit yourself to being mature. Secondly, Ephesians 4, 20. You, however, did not come to know Christ that way. Surely you heard of Him and were taught of Him in accordance with the truth that's in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted in its deceitful desires and be made new in the attitude of your mind to put on the new self. You want to stay filled with the Spirit. You want to be wise. You want to be alert. You want to be ready for when His return is. You have to watch how you live. You've got to commit yourself to growing up. You've got to commit yourself to being mature. You've got to put off your old self. And you've got to put on your new self. Created in Christ likeness. Made in the, new in the attitude of your minds. Created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. There's a civil war going on inside of you whether you realize it or not. You're like, oh, is that what the problem is? I was wondering. Yeah, there's a civil war between your old self and your new self. I've heard it said this way, you know, it's kind of like a, a, you know, a white dog and a black dog. The black dog would be evil and the white dog would be good. And that which you feed will grow and mature. I say, load your 45 and cap the black dog and live for God with all your heart. That which God has created in you through the redemption of Jesus Christ and the battle of your fallen human self, human nature. The goal is to put to death your old self. You've got to learn to do that every day. We're talking about being wise and being filled with the Spirit. Paul goes on. He lists some things. Don't lie. Don't sin in your anger. Don't steal. Verse 29 here. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. But only what is helpful for building others up. You know, something I've heard in this generation recently, and I mean, you hear it, and it's offensive to me. I'm going I'm to say it. Because it's an F-bomb using another word. Don't be a freaking jerk. They really don't want to say freaking. They really want to say the other word. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't think it's wholesome. It's bothering me. And you say, well, that's not a real curse word. No, you, you're actually just feeling, you're making, you're making that the other one. Do you understand? I don't even like saying it again. It doesn't sound right. It's not right. That's not right for God's holy people. To, oh, don't get uptight. Well, you need to be filled with the Spirit, I think. Let's take a praise break because I ain't feeling the love in the parking lot. Hey! Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. You know, whatever's coming out of your mouth is what's already in your heart. You can tell a lot by the jokes that people tell, the way that people speak. Only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. Get rid of all evil. Ephesians 4, 25. Be kind and forgiving. Going on into Ephesians 5, verse 1 through 3. Imitate God by living a life of love. Wow. We're talking about being filled with the Spirit, but more than that, staying filled with the Spirit. How you live matters. 
And if you don't watch your life, you're going to end up basically in big trouble. You're going to end up falling away. My goodness. Come on, somebody say, wow. Ephesians 5 and 6, don't be deceived. God's wrath will come upon people as a result of their sin. Listen, if you sin, you're going to get spanked. Oh, God, it's love. Yeah, God's love and love chastises. I love my family. I love my wife. I love my children. And God help you if you ever try to come up inside my house in the middle of the night and bring harm to you. I've got guns in every corner of the house, and I'm not afraid to use it. I will fight for my family. I'll stand for my family. I will do whatever is required. Seriously? Yeah, that's what love is. Love love protects. That's what love does. So, so I'm just saying, if you love God, then you're going to live according to his ways. And if you don't live according to his ways and you live a life of sin, he loves you so much, he's going to give you the five star on the backside. Come on, he's going to help you. It'll be painful and difficult. You'll go through some judgment, but better to be judged now than to be thrown in the lake of fire. Can you say amen? Some of you have been getting spanked and you hadn't figured it out yet. God's wrath comes upon people as a result of their sin. Have nothing to do with the works of darkness, but rather expose them, Ephesians 5 and 11. There's got to be a transparency in your life. Demon power is parasitical. You know what a parasite is? Demon power is like the coronavirus. What do you mean? The coronavirus, as I, if, I, if I got this right, there's these proteins that create this like spikes on the outer part of this virus, and it hooks into you. It's just like sin. The enemy would love for you to, to get hooks into you and then have rights to you. He's a parasite. Demon power is parasitical. And it can be passed down generational, generationally, or it can become, become because of your own foolishness and your own sin. Have nothing to do with darkness. Rather, expose them. Have a transparency in your life. A number of years ago, there was a young lady that was getting counseling. Her parents were pastors. And... In the counseling, she was so bitter and angry towards the church, so bitter and angry towards her parents. And in the process of counseling, it was discovered that their parents did some foolish things. And you know, all, all of us have done foolish things. But she said, my parents never repented. They, they always held themselves above everybody else. I never heard them say, please forgive me. I never heard them repent or ask me to forgive them. You know, you as parents, and I know it's, you know, it's family night, Sunday night, here in the parking lot at King's, you need to live your life transparently before the Lord, before your spouse, and before your kids. I can't tell you how many times I've had to repent. I, I hate it. I, it's not my favorite thing, but I love what it does for me. I have to repent to my children at times or I get angry, or I get frustrated. Don't ever live a life that's not transparent. Expose evil. Expose your bad attitude. Get prayer. 
confront those things. I had to repent to my wife today. We're going through you too, Pastor Vince. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we were just going through something yesterday, and you know, I didn't respond like I should have. I wasn't, I wasn't the anointed man of God that she needed me to be in that moment. And and I didn't even really realize it until I came under an anointing while I was preaching. This morning, power of God hit me after I was preaching. And I came down and, you know, some of you were here, some of you weren't, came down right here in front of the scissor lift. And I laid hands on my wife. And I prayed her through and blessed her and repented. Some of you don't know how to do that. And I said, oh, please forgive me. I'm not sure she heard that part, but <laughs> just in case, uh, I repent again. Power of God, I thought we were going to hit the cup, the pavement of what would have been released to three or 400 people through laying on of hands was released to my wife in one moment. I just could I finally got to lay hands on somebody. Hey! have nothing to do with the, with the works of darkness, expose them. The second thing, how to stay filled with the Spirit, be wise. Be wise. I remember hearing a story about a young lady who had gotten to be friends with this young man, and they were dating, they were living right before the Lord, and he lost his housing. So, she said, you know, Pastor, I have a couch. He can stay on my couch. I said, no, he's not staying on your couch. Don't do that. Well, why not? I've got my own place. He needs a place to stay. I said, because if he stays on the couch, the couch will move closer and closer and closer to the bedroom. And before you know it, babies. Yes, I also want to remind you there's going to be a lot of babies about nine months from now. I prophesy lots of babies coming into the kingdom. Everybody say, be wise. There are things that people do that are stupid. If you need wisdom, read Proverbs and connect yourself with people that have wisdom. So many people make mistakes, and in doing that, they, they lose out with God. Co-signing for somebody. That's not smart. That's not even biblical. Oh, I'll co-sign for my flesh and blood, but I will not co-sign for anybody else simply because Proverbs tells me not to do it. It tells me, don't, don't put surety up for your neighbor. If you can bless them, bless them. And some of you, how many of you know what I'm talking about? You've seen people sign on the dotted line only for somebody to take you down the river, and you're like, what was I doing? I thought it was a believer. Well, it's an unhealed believer, and you were foolish to sign on the dotted line. Make the most of every opportunity. Number three, make the most of opportunity to do the will of God. 
Make the most of every opportunity to do the will of God. I'm talking about staying filled. I'm talking about being a wise virgin. Having your lamps filled with oil. Looking at Ephesians chapter 4, chapter 5. There's ways to live, things you can do to stay full, to stay filled in Jesus' name. Let the Spirit control you. Verse 17 and 18. Why would Paul talk about being drunk? Because drunkenness was being under control of alcohol. He said, do not be drunk. Do not drink wine in excess. Do not be drunk, but be filled with the Spirit. Why would he say that? Now, I've heard people say, well, being drunk, it's, you know, smoking pot's different. No, it isn't. It's intoxication. And the truth is you can be intoxicated by sex. You can be intoxicated by alcohol. You can be intoxicated by Oxycontin. You can be intoxicated by dope. You can be intoxicated by all kinds of things. And the Bible clearly says don't let anything control you. Don't let anything intoxicate you except the Holy Spirit. When you read Acts 2, yeah, hallelujah. You read Acts chapter 2. Peter comes out and he preaches and he says this. He says, these are not drunk as you would suppose. Why would he say that? Worship team, please. Why would he say that? Why would he say these are not drunk as you would suppose? Because they look drunk. Something about what they were doing made them look like they had had too much to drink. Have you ever been like that? Let me say this. When's the last... <laughs> I looked the wrong direction. Bunch of Holy Ghost lushes over there. Have you ever been intoxicated with the Spirit? Do you know it's actually God, God wants you to be filled with the Spirit like that? He wants you to be filled so much that you maybe have to lie down and just like, oh God, and just let Him touch you. Some of you are so dry. Some of you have never experienced the power of God like that. We had drive through prayer, you know, and we gave some instruction to our prayer team that said, make sure they put the cars in park. How come? Because I'd hate for somebody to mash the, the, the throttle, mash the gas pedal, and fly off into Lucille. Why, how could that happen? When the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you, these are not drunk as you would suppose, but it's the third hour of the day. America needs to be intoxicated with the Spirit again. Let the Spirit control you. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. The first miracle that Jesus did, I just watched this on that program, Chosen. Man, it's good. If you haven't seen it, it's on VidAngel. I'm enjoying it. The only thing is we're ripping through all the 
What time we got? Oh, we're close. The only problem with all those series is you rip through them so quick and then you got to wait for the next series to come out. Chosen, I'm really enjoying it. And the wedding at Cana in Galilee. And you go read that story. How he takes water and he turns it into wine. The church in America has been celebrating covenant without wine. The church in America, and when I say the church in America, I mean really the body of Christ. Bible preaching, teaching, Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. Believe on him that he died on a cross and rose again from the grave, and you shall be saved. The church, I'm not talking about, you know, the cults. I'm talking about the church. And they celebrate covenant. And we celebrate the blood covenant today. But I'm going to tell you something. There was never a celebration of covenant without wine. It's a picture of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's a picture of covenant, yes, and then empowerment to live it. You need the power of the Holy Ghost. You've got to let the Spirit control you. One of the things my, my wife and I do is uh, I write poetry. I remember when we were courting, we would read through the Psalms and weep. We would weep in the presence of the Lord and God would just come upon us as we were living pure and holy and chaste before the Lord. We'd read the Psalms and just weep in his presence. And then I'd like look at her and I'd be like, oh my God, she's going to be my wife. Oh God, you're amazing. I still feel that way. Mostly. I write poetry to her. Write poetry to the Lord. Let your heart swell with love for God. Separate yourself from that which binds. The sin that so easily ensnares. Fall in love with God. Return to your first love. Hear the voice of your beloved. Come to me. Call upon me. Lean upon me. Trust in, rely on me. Come away with me, my beloved, my bride. And in the song of Solomon, they see one coming out of the wilderness. Who is this one leaning on her beloved? It's the church. It's the church. But many have lost their love relationship with him. How do you stay like a wise virgin? Exactly that. Wise and a virgin. But you love him with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength. You give him the best of your life. You serve him. You turn the other cheek. You worship and adore him. 
You serve and submit to others. You lay down your life and you'll find a vibrancy in your heart, a fresh oil coming from God, miracles, signs, and wonders. A woman or a man was never meant to satisfy you fully. Only God can. And if you marry to try to satisfy that, you'll find that she or him will fall utterly short of the true satisfaction that only comes from God our Savior having full sway in your life, allowing him to be on the throne of your heart. Oh, oh, there's nothing like the love of God. All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ's solid rock I stand. Oh, God, we love you. Let America turn back. Let America turn back to you, to her first love. We will sing and make melody in our hearts to you and to each other. We will submit to one another. That's, that's number five, submit one to another. So how does that happen? You just back away. Let someone else be right. Serve someone else. Let them go first. Hold a door for someone. Bless someone. Some of you are so filled with strife. You just got to have your own way. That's not even Christian. That's not even Christ-like. You have to crucify that thing. My way or the highway. I guess it's the highway then, Slick. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven all across this place. We love you. In a moment, we're going to pray the new prayer for the week, week five of Unite 714. But before we do, I want you just to lift your hands to heaven and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And make a decision. It's a choice that you make to be wise and have your lamps full. Every day, get in the Word every day learn to serve him and if you don't want to get in the word and you don't want to serve him then you probably have a demon there's something wrong you can be free come on we're just going to worship god for a moment and then we're going to pray this new prayer and unite 714 would you go ahead and lead us come on i believe in you i believe in you you're the God of miracles. I believe. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. Won't you give your heart to him right now? God afresh, we give our lives to you. I believe in you. I believe We give our lives to you. You're the God. coalition of churches, thousands of churches across the United States of America. And if you haven't gone to Unite714, you can go there, Unite714.com, and you can subscribe and be a part of that 
They put out a new prayer every Sunday. And the commitment is to pray at 714, which is basically right now, in the evening, and then 714 in the morning. Across America, people are doing it, even across the nations. And so I'm going to read the new prayer for the week, and we'll be reading this and praying in agreement with thousands of other houses of prayer, houses of worship all across America. Isaiah 54, 14. In righteousness, you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. You shall not fear. And from terror, it shall not come near you. No weapon that's fashioned against you shall succeed. That's the ESV version. Psalm 91, verse 4 through 6. Under his wings you'll find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You'll not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by the day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the darkness that lays waste at noonday. 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Here's the prayer. Heavenly Father, we humbly come before you and ask you to sustain us by your mercy, your grace, and your power. We continue to trust in your gracious promise that no weapon that's fashioned against us will prosper. Against us, our families, our churches, it won't succeed. We take refuge under your protective wings. Your faithfulness is our shield. By your great strength, protect our hearts and minds from the grip of terror. Empower us, O oh God, so that fear will not paralyze us or define our lives. Great multitudes are affected by this appalling pandemic. And so we lift them up before you in prayer. Heal those who are battling this disease and comfort those who have lost loved ones. We know you alone are our healer. As 2 Chronicles 7.14 urges us, we identify with the sins of our nation and we ask for your forgiveness. Have mercy on us. Spare us from this pestilence. Cleanse us from our sins and heal our land with one heart and one voice. We stand together in unity, asking you, almighty God, to protect our cities, our nation, and the world from COVID-19. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. Hallelujah. Go ahead, beep, clap, shout, give God glory. Come on. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for a great awakening. Come on, lift your voice and pray. Thank you, Lord, for a stir.
experience. I haven't talked about it yet, but now that it happened a second time, I'm going to say something. I see darkness being pushed off of the whole valley. There's just something about being in an open air meeting and preaching Jesus Christ crucified and declaring that he's enthroned and that demon power has no right, no authority here, and that there's hope for the hopeless. There's healing to the halt, the withered, and the lame. I see like darkness, even as Jesus said in Luke, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I see again, I saw it this morning, I see it again, like a dark cloud of spiritual darkness being pushed off of the valley, even as we declare it. The devil tried to shut down the church, tried to shut down the nation and instead created open-air meetings all across America. For God will take what the devil meant for evil and he'll turn it for good. Call everybody on your phone this week. Contact all of your loved ones and tell them about the love of God. Forgive people. Let them go. Give them to God. Submit one to another. Live a holy life. Be watchful with your lamps filled with oil. If you're not right with God, those online right now, those here, you've never given your heart to Jesus, won't you do it today? Won't you do it now? Give your heart to Christ. Repent of your sin and believe on the Lord. There's no other name given among men by which you must be saved. For in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess to the glory of God. And in that day, either your knee will be bowing in submission, awaiting a very fearful judgment, or your, knee, or your knee will be bowing in humble adoration for the glory of God and His blood that has cleansed you from sin. For there's no forgiveness without the shedding of blood. You must receive Him as your Lord and Savior. Good works will not Get your name written in the Lamb's book of life. Only repentance and believing on the Lord Jesus and asking Him to forgive you. Declaring Him to be Lord. Declaring Him to be your Savior. Declaring Him to be the propitiation, the payment for your wrongdoing, for your sin. We all have to come to Him that way. And if you have not done that, do it now. Do it now. Why wait? He said, I'm not ready. And the enemy will make sure you're never ready. Do it now. Come as you are. Give your life to Jesus for the first time or in recommitment. 
And then we're going to pray for people to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. And our service will be concluded tonight. You say, that's me, Pastor. Wonderful. Pray this with me. Right out loud. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place, to rise again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin and come into my life. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Wash me, cleanse me, make me new. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Now say this, say Jesus, thank you. Give me a hunger for your word. Use me. Use me to expand your kingdom. Fill me full of your spirit. Thank you that my sin is gone as far as the east is from the west. Thank you that I'm made new. I'm born again. Heaven will be my final resting place. Sin and darkness has been defeated. Thank you again for loving me. Amen. I'm going to pray for you. If you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit and you want the baptism of the Spirit, put your hazards on. What an appropriate prophetic act. Because it's a hazard not to have that baptism of the Holy Ghost. Right here, this van right here. Let's have some prayer people there. You see hazards, we're going to come pray for you. If you're online tonight, listening on 1610 AM tonight, you need to be filled with the Spirit. We all need the baptism of the Spirit. Need a prayer language. The evidence is speaking in tongues, the initial evidence of being filled. You need that. We all need that. And then you got to stay filled with the Spirit. So just begin to worship and let sounds and syllables out of your mouth. Come on, online, wherever you are on that device. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. I believe in the oil and the wine of the Spirit. I believe in being filled with the Spirit. I believe in casting out devils and healing the sick. I believe in being so overcome and so overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit. Why would God do that? To heal you? To put things in you from heaven? Do a bypass on your mind? Some of you think you're so smart. You're not. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. You need the power of the Holy Ghost. So right now in the name of Jesus, be filled. Be filled to overflowing. Rojo, be filled. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled right now. Come on, just pray on the Holy Ghost all across this place. Come on, just pray in the Spirit. Come on, pray and 
sing in the spirit. Sing in the spirit. Come on, sing in the spirit. Be filled, be touched. Right now, in the name of Jesus. sing something from the Lord. Oh, freedom's here. Yes. And fear has to leave. All pain has to go. And darkness retreat. And heaven flood the earth. And heaven flood the earth. Be touched. And freedom is here. Fear has to leave. Pain has to go. Woo. Darkness retreat. Heaven. Flood the earth. Oh, come on, sing it. And freedom, freedom is here. here. Fear has to go. leave. Pain has to go. Darkness retreat. Heaven. I see the power Flood of the Spirit the coming upon you. Receive the name. Freedom is here, fear has to leave, pain has to go, darkness retreat, heaven. Release heaven, God. blessing you as you go by. If you need special prayer, you just kind of pull off and we'll help you. There's all kinds of wonderful things that are taking place. We've got food and provision for you. Or if you know someone that needs help, we're here to help people. And we're so glad that you've come tonight. So glad that you tuned in online again on Spotify and the podcast. We're so grateful. 
to be able to, an honor to be able to come to speak to you in your homes, on YouTube, on Facebook. Would you help us? Would you help us to help the Lord? Push this out. Put a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Share it with other people. Put it up on Instagram and take pictures and hashtag King's Chapel Alaska. Be encouraged and encourage others. The time is now. Today is the day. The hour is upon us to see the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The synergy of the days, synergy of the ages is upon us. So God, we thank you. Now bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon us. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to us. Keep us and give us peace. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday night. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.